Hi, my name's Lou, and today I'm going to be reading the internet for you. Why? Well, why not? And today's what is going to be a forum on the internet. I know you've all gotten used to hearing about, oh, it's going to be another forum. Well, guess what? It is another forum, and this one is a forum that I received a tip about from a listener who's also a Something Awful member by the name of John. I will not reveal his name or his username. And he wrote to me, Lou, in a message that went like this. In case you were not aware, the Goonie Goons who have My Little Pony avatars all over SA and to preface this message, the shorthand, the forum, Something Awful forum members refer to themselves as goons. And uh, essay is something awful. So, to continue, message body. In case you were not aware, the Goonie Goons, who have My Little Pony avatars all over SA, decided to make their own forum where they can be creeps without the rest of SA harassing them. I only looked at a couple of the threads so far, but I bet there's some pretty awful stuff in there. Like this, for example. Happy St. Patty's Day! You can see that this was sent 11 days ago, according to Gmail. And he linked to some threads, and I looked at them and they were bizarre. And then he wrote again. Maybe you saw this already, but this was my most lultastic thread in the Pony Forum so far. They post their conversion stories where they recall exactly what they were doing and where they were when My Little Pony entered their lives. LOL, what a bunch of creeps. So I decided, why not give these people some attention? Why not? Is it mean? This is not like the sneeze forum where someone was being mean about their ex-girlfriend. This is just someone who feels like pointing out something bizarre and is a little odd. So this is, we're going to the forums of mlponies.com. Now that stands for My Little Ponies. And everyone on this forum refers to themselves as ponies. And it is, um, you know, it's adults who are really into a pretty recent cartoon in a maybe inappropriately excited way. And to start this forum about My Little Pony and how wonderful it is in the My Little Ponies forum. And I will start with the suggested thread that was sent to me in the email entitled Conversion Discussion. I was a naysayer. And of course, nay is spelled N-E-I-G-H. Like a pony or a horse would say, nay. And it is by a user by the name of Wilson, who joined in February. So, it goes like this. Boy, do we like ponies. Some of us didn't even know we liked ponies until the AVS and banner ads pulled us in, as is the norm for people who got into MLP colon FIM, and the FIM stands for Friendship is Magic. So please, share how you got interested, converted, or forced into liking this awesome show. For extra credit, share stories about how you roped in hapless co-workers, roomies, significant others into watching this show too. My own story is boring and probably embarrassing. I caught wind of it first in the panty and stocking thread in Anime Death Tentacle Rape Whorehouse. Yes, I like anime. ADTRW is a subforum on something awful for people who like anime. When someone posted Twilight Sparkle and mentioned how her color scheme looked like and matched one of the main characters dead on, I was almost tempted to respond and tell people to cut out the pony nonsense at the time. From then on, someone on an E slash N thread offered someone to watch the show as advice for watching something positive. And by then I had already noticed a bunch of pony tars, which are pony avatars, floating around. When the damned Pinkie Pie banner ad popped up, I gave it a click and that got me curious enough to YouTube search it. And now my masculinity is in peril. Thanks guys. Wilson's Dignity, December 9th, 1985 to February 6th, 
2011. And Lalander writes, One of my buddies mentioned seeing horse avatars, I think is the term he used, popping up. I hunted around for a bit and found a grand total of one. I told him he was seeing things. A while later, another admin over at SS13 linked to the thread. He had done an analysis of the animation detail. That got my interest up. I watched the first two episodes, thought they looked good, but were a bit generic. I browsed the thread a bit, decided to give the later episodes a shot, and bam, here I am. Also, no one here is going to mock you for liking anime. At least I should think. And Control Volume writes, I don't remember where I heard about ponies originally, but it wasn't from SA, and my first reaction was, oh god, this is going to be terrible. Hence me booking it to TVIV to see what I thought would be a couple of goons mocking the show for being terrible, only to have an OP tell me that it was actually pretty good. Then I tried watching the first episode, got to the opening song, and closed the tab. It took me a couple of days and a bunch of skipping around videos until I finally watched a whole episode back to back, and here I am. And Blargalt writes, 1. What the hell is with these pony avatars? Did Schmorky make a really good flash or something? 2. Oh, okay, there's a thread. For My Little Pony. What the hell? 3. Heh, this show is actually pretty okay. 4. Must resist. 5. Ponies! More or less. And Ixnay writes, I saw a couple of avatars, found the thread, and read it out of morbid curiosity. Watched an episode where I saw Lauren Faust's name, and watched the rest of them right after that. And Liska writes, I was starting to see background noise on discussion forums as a whole, PA, etc., and figured I'd seek out TVIV to see if there were any more in-depth discussions. Lo and behold, there's the pony mega thread. I started watching and reading and was totally hooked by the third episode. If there's one thing I miss in life, it's being a kid. And the giddiness experienced when getting ready for Saturday morning cartoons to start. This cartoon brought a hint of that back into my life. The gorgeous animation, the detail, the adorable and endearing characters. All of it in glorious 1080p. I can't help but feel excited for a new show to air now. And Majestic Bear Song writes, Was lurking around slash B, which is a 4chan image board random board, saw their admittedly twisted take on it. Somehow I got down to TVIV, which is... Uh, like the fourth mention of TVIV, which is the TV subforum on something awful, and at some point saw it. Heard it was done by the same people that did Powerpuff Girls and Foster's Home, so I gave it a shot. I still only watched the full intro once. I usually skip by it still. I also told my roommate about it, and she was skeptical. But then I told her about the baby dragon, and she demanded I give her a link. And IRQ writes, I was an OG naysayer. And naysayer again, still spelled with the horse thing. I trolled the first thread. Now I am on a pony-centric message board. Ponies! And Spike Disapproves writes, I was the naysayer in the first thread who complained about Lauren Faust doing slave work for Hasbro to try and sell cheap toys. I was disgruntled and wrong. Having only seen bits and pieces of the first episode, I figured the rest of the show was the same. I gave it a second chance because of the love my friends expressed, and now I am hooked. I also later learned that Lauren Faust has attachment to the source material, and it really shows. You can tell she's having fun with this. My Little Pony Friendship is Magic is more than a cartoon commercial, and I'm sorry I was so quick to judge. And Republic writes, Saw a couple animation stills when I was lurking on Slash B and got me watching the pilot. I like the animation style and voice acting. Ended up watching a few more episodes. You know how it goes from there. Heard about the TVIV thread, second thread apparently, when it was in the single digits been loving ponies ever since. And Mediant writes, One of my friends started talking about how MLP was consuming her life shortly after reading the thread. I also heard that it was causing sort of a frenzy on SA. A couple really well-made pony tars caught my eye, and so I figured, at least look at the thread title. And then just the OP, then just a few posts, then just a few pages, then just a few episodes, then IRC. Now I'm neck deep in the series. 
I have my own pony tar, and I'm here. And Courtney Beth writes, I went to TVIV when the first thread was posted, and there were two to three replies. I couldn't believe that a My Little Pony thread had been added, and I immediately started to watch the show. Fell in love, and the rest is history. I've seen two threads get deleted, and now here we are. I've introduced the program to my husband, and we watch it together. He's a bigger fan than me! Good grief. Oh my god. And this thread goes on for ten pages of people saying that they love ponies. Anyway, uh, I'll finally read this last one randomly. Snakebite writes, A friend of mine is mad at me because I watch ponies. Maybe he thinks I'm teasing him or something. He might not realize I seriously like it. Although I got a friend of his to like the show too, and he hates my guts for it now. He hasn't seen a single second of the show yet, according to him, and he intends to keep it that way. I didn't know he could be so ignorant. Well, I've known him since I was three. A friendship ruined by My Little Ponies. And, oh, there's a whole My Little Pony Reddit. Anyway. And in another pony-related thread on the mlponies.com forums, Jupiter writes in a thread he or she entitled, Racism and My Little Pony. And it goes like this. Well, since this was causing a bunch of derails, I thought it deserved its own thread. Let's talk race relations. In this thread, we discuss the racial themes of the My Little Ponyverse, their reflections on our own society, and what sorts of lessons are brought to bear. First off, we have the ponies. All different colors, sizes, and types living in relative harmony. A harmony that seems brought on not only by their merely tolerating these differences, but in full-on embracing them. Indeed, their culture seems to give great importance to finding one's uniqueness and running with it, as opposed to conformity and assimilation. They do not seem to share the same culture, but I'll get to this later. On the other hand, this might be seen as analogous to so-called quote-unquote positive stereotyping. Each of these three types of ponies seem to have inherited superiorities. Flying, magic, and, well, strength enough to pull trains, for example. And it's not a great leap to parallel this with the stereotyping of Asians being good at math, black people being more athletic, etc. Some might see this as the production team accepting these racial stereotypes as being true, but I see it more as hypothetical. The message is basically, even if such dramatical physical differences existed, which are leaps and bounds beyond those we face, such differences can and must be fully accepted by our society to flourish. Even mules and cows seem to have an accepted place in pony society. Of course, the one caveat in this great mix is that all the ponies share the same culture, which brings us to Zecora. Her character has been a bit of a hot topic. Some accuse her of being a racial stereotype, but I believe that misses the point. She is not a pony. True but neither are the mules or the cows. Her differences, the significant and scary ones, are cultural. Before they are corrected by Twilight, all the other main characters think Zecora is a pony, just one who dyed her coat and lives apart from the rest of the herd. They don't fear her because she is black. They fear her because she doesn't fit the cultural mold. I think it's pretty clear that Zecora is a parallel of people of the Islamic faith, and the consequences of the pony's reactions are a way of saying... Look how literally ridiculous Islamophobia makes you seem. Is she exaggerated a bit much? Well, yeah, but this is a cartoon. Exaggeration is the name of the game. The Buffalo, this week's episode, left quite a few people cringing. It's pretty obvious this is a parallel to Native Americans and other Aboriginal people. Again, accusations of damaging stereotypes have been thrown about, and perhaps with a bit more weight behind them, mostly due to the larger number of buffalo in the episode. I was a little set back by the mob mentality the buffalo seemed to exhibit, but it did work both ways, so maybe just for a statement on mob mentality. They did throw in the non 
nod to the more common cultural assimilation of aboriginals, the one buffalo saying, later bro, for example, but all in all, it did take the stereotyping a bit too far. Again, I'd chalk this up to cartoon exaggeration of everything. Still, the clash is not racial, but cultural. Between secular, progress for the sake of progress Westerners, and those who hold traditions and stability in higher regard. The ending felt rushed, gotta get in that pie fight, but I believe its message of, even if you can't understand the value another culture places on something, you have to respect those values, since your cultural framework is not any more quote-unquote right than theirs. Thoughts? And racedom rights mostly agree. I say to everyone, lower your political correctness shields and just groove to the humor. Silky Washington writes, While I'd probably agree with you more on making this thread as a response to Zakora, I just didn't find this episode racist. Mind the generic cowboy Indian shit you'd see on any channel. And Aladar writes, Shit guys, maybe I should take this more seriously. And here's a picture of My Little Pony, the old My Little Pony, with a swastika and Hitler mustache. And it's, it continues, Soon, Pony Hitler will overrun us with a third clop. And Silky Washington replies, White pony privileges. A white pony is three times as likely to be employed in our racist pony plutocracy or something. Gotta fight the pony struggle, man. And then and then Aladar wrote, Black ponies trot like this and white ponies trot like this with appropriate links to different ponies trotting. And Captain Swiss writes, Just as the Earth Pony could once incite the mob of Ponyvilles against Celestia, so today must she succeed in inciting folk who have been duped into madness to attack those who Celestia's truth seek to deal with this ponies in utter honesty and sincerity. I don't even... Okay, whatever. And Snakebite agreeing with Racedium writes, Pretty much this. If you can't take your culture being parodied in a cartoon show, then you better not watch any TV at all, because that happens to everyone. Also, saying that it's disrespectful because the Native Americans got slaughtered by the settlers in real history, this is fictional with ponies. I don't remember any statement whatsoever from Hasbro saying that this was historically correct, so I don't really get what all the fuss is about. Stereotypes can be fun if done in a facetious and friendly way, like this episode did. This show and every other cartoon are full of stereotypes, but I guess this one is a bit more taboo in America. Anyway, they didn't portray natives in any wrong way. It was not intended as social commentary or ridicule. It's just dumb entertainment, and I suggest you treat it that way. Also, everyone who's pissed about this episode being racist, be mad at some posters above me for bringing Nazis into this whole discussion. Settlers may have gone on a killing spree, but Hitler killed quite a few million people too. No? No pony? Well, fine. Enjoy being a hypocrite. And Lemon Aids writes, I'm fine with all ponies, as long as we keep all the zebras out of Ponyville. Moving into our neighborhoods, marrying our fillies, humph. And Aramek writes, Voting for it was cute and funny, but the discussion brings up an interesting point. And thinking about native depictions in all media, I pose a question to naysayers. When is it okay to depict native peoples? In what specific way does... <laughs> this is... Fuck you guys, man. It's retarded. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> And continuing on with the madness of the pony form, we go to a new thread entitled, Is Applejack Really Underrepresented? by user Master Twig. And the thread goes like this. There's been a debate about ponies getting over slash underrepresented in the episodes, especially that Applejack is underrepresented. So I have done a little research to determine which ponies really are shown too much slash not enough. I will include Spike and Applebottom in this, but not Scootaloo, Sweet Belle, or characters in only one episode. Here is my system. Each pony gets a ranking of 0 to 6 per episode. 0. Pony is not an episode at all. 
One, pony shows up, but just in background. Two, the pony shows up, has a speaking line, but does nothing significant. Three, pony is there, has lines, and assists the plot in a minor way. Four, pony assists in the plot, but is still secondary to another pony. Five, pony shares a spotlight with another pony equally. Six, the episode is all about that pony. Here are my results. If you disagree with the assessment and make a good point, I will change it. And there's a kind of a matrix of 21 episodes with each pony's appearance and importance. And I'll just go to the current scores are Twilight, 98 points, which is a big score, apparently. Applejack, 74 points. And then a number of different ponies whose names I'm... I don't know. (laughs) So it seems that Applejack is actually the second most represented pony after Twilight. She doesn't have many starring roles, but she contributes in a minor way quite a bit. Of course, Twilight being shoehorned into nearly every episode puts her way ahead of everyone else by a big margin. The other five main ponies have a pretty even distribution, though with Applejack not being that far ahead of the others. Pinky and Rainbow Dash clearly need more screen time, though. And Glazius writes, AJ shows up in a lot of episodes, but it doesn't feel like she has any notable roles. She's a base for other ponies to bounce off of, and it's kind of hard to show off her strengths, because while she can, say, cart Fluttershy halfway up a mountain, that's not exciting, and her rope tricks and general athleticism are outpaced in energy by Rainbow Dash and in utility by Unicorn TK. And Momar Kadufus writes, I wouldn't say AJ is underrepresented, more that she's not much of a spotlight grabber. Sure, she's boisterous and all, but she doesn't have the same flash as Rainbow Dash, and Pinkie Pie steals every scene she's in. She's done everything short of literally chewing the scenery. When all the ponies are together, she tends to hang back and watch over things. In Episode 2, and in Dragon Shy, she was pretty much the quote-unquote group mom looking after the others and making sure they didn't get bludgeoned to death by giant rocks. And Scuderia Ferrarity writes, I want Princess Celestia to come down and spend a day with Twilight, completely oblivious of her physical size and appearance and, and her status, all the while putting on a big horsey grin like a completely mad Queen Elizabeth. That doesn't make any sense to me. And Kefka Floyd writes, Pony Sabermetrics? Someone after my own heart. We need to get some linear weights up in here. And Skyland writes, I definitely think she's underrepresented, but it also doesn't bug me much with the revelation that episodes seem to be getting shown out of order and often string together episodes out of the same characters in a row. I'm sure we'll get some more focus episodes, and the pacing of them will be better once the first season is over, and we can inevitably get on with obsessively studying each episode to work out a chronological timeline. And Snakebite adds, I greatly question the values of your point system. If a pony would have four in every episode, I would still call that very underrepresented, because the pony is just part of the gang in each episode, but doesn't really have an episode in which they really get to shine. But over the course of 20 episodes, that would result in 80 points, which would beat the others by a landslide. And Momar Kadufus writes, clearly this calls for an exponential scoring system. And Master Trig replies, all right, I'm going to have to do an exponential chart. Zero to three will remain the same. Fours will be a five now. Previous fives will now be an eight. Previous sixes will now be a ten. I've edited the OP to reflect this. I will also add the new episode, which I would rank as below. Don't think any of the ponies really had a spotlight over the others. Applejack, Rainbow Dash, and Pinkie Pie had a bit more of a part, but I wouldn't call any of them the star of the episode. Episode 21, Over a Barrel, Twilight 3, Applejack 5, Rainbow Dash 5, Fluttershy 2, Rarity 2, Pinkie Pie 5, Spike 3, Apple Bloom 0. Current scores, and then we are back up this exact same score from the top because this is written after he'd already edited the OP and I've already read that, so continuing on. 
And Blanc writes, after a little thought, I think my issue isn't that Applejack isn't necessarily underrepresented, but her roles are largely unmemorable. I think that's my biggest gripe. She has an interesting character, but often does very little even when she's being used in an episode. See over a barrel. Thoughts on this? And Master Twig replies, I think I would argue that Applejack just plain isn't that good of a character. She's a stubborn but good-hearted and dependable pony. That's pretty much the extent of her character. She's predictable and doesn't seem to have that much depth. She was one of my favorites when I first started watching, but the other ponies have done so much more to show that they're just plain more interesting of characters. Rarity, especially. And Skyland writes, That's the thing, though. She can't show any more depth without getting more focus. Prior to Suited for Success, Rarity was fun enough, but didn't exactly have more to her than she's into making fashionable things and has OCD. Even without introducing new elements, AJ has other aspects of her character that could be fleshed out. Like we've seen quick glimpses of how she's apparently got business savvy, but nothing more than maybe a minute of screen time has called attention to it. And Master Twig writes, I hope you're right. I don't want to sound like I dislike Applejack. I've just found what they've done with her to be less interesting than what they've done with the others. Hopefully she will get an episode that expands her personality, and I'm sure she will, though she probably won't get one before the end of the season. Though I still think Rainbow Dash and Pinkie Pie need more exposure than she does. And this goes on and on, but I'm not going to read the rest (laughs) of this. Wow, that's a lot of ponytars. And finally, I will read a thread entitled Rainbow Unicorn Sunshine Palace, Where Bad Days Go to Die by Wilson. And it goes like this. Hello. Welcome to Rainbow Unicorn Sunshine Palace. Contrary to what the photo would lead you to believe, this is not a place to talk about the Friendship is Magic animation production studio. I'm making this thread as a sort of counterpart to the E slash N, stands for everything and nothing, where you can come and talk about your bad day, what shit happened to you, how your day was ruined, vent some frustration here, and hopefully your bad day will die and fade into nothing while your buds here cheer you up. A few things to keep in mind before you begin your magical healing. This is by no means open season to pour every crippling psychological malady you have out on the public. Unless it really is something directly relevant to something making your day bad, a little background could help. Like this story which is from Pony-Chan. Let's see. I will make. I will read this ridiculous story from Pony-Chan's Twilight Library uh, as an extra bonus part of the podcast. <laughs> that also means success stories and turning around your horrible experience are welcome. Please don't be a butt and post something obviously trivial like, well, my day sucked because I was hungry and then I had a sandwich, so hooray. This is also not an advice thread. Don't hide it behind, well, if I don't make the right choice, my day will suck. Watch the language. We can throw around all the horrible words we know, but venting does not mean spam fuck a hundred times or accuse these goddamn ethnicity slash sexual orientations of stereotypes. Photos of stuff making your day a crap pile can be useful and interesting, but don't break tables. Please resize them into something tolerable. Also, no NWS, which stands for not work safe, or NMS not mine safe unless preceded by a warning and linked only this leads to don't be creepy you know what i mean i'll be sure to tattle to the proper authorities supporters be positive no you deserved it or low content that sucks replies if we wanted tough love we'd go find an aging boxing coach or something conversely venters please don't get sour or hurt if not everyone gives you a reply back and of course i would have made this thread if i didn't personally have something to bitch about here goes I stupidly got myself an almost insta-kill virus on my desktop at home, so I had to reformat it. I couldn't even start it up in safe mode to try to back up the stuff on my main drive, so I lost things like all the GIFs I worked on, nothing I didn't upload, so it's alright, and I think some backup stuff from my laptop. It's that not knowing that kind of bums me out. 
because I won't know what I lost until I'm looking for it and go, oh yeah, it was on the C drive and I had to wipe it. Luckily, most of my larger file size things like movies, music, and most things I've responsibly organized were partitioned in the other drives. Then earlier in the night, I learned that my family friend had to cancel taking me to the range on Thursday, which would have been the first time I fired a gun because of the weather forecast. I was really looking forward to it too, if it weren't for the sudden stormy weather, which also means I probably can't ride my bike around campus this week unless I want to get soaked. Sad pony emoticon. Then to top it off, I lost my credit card. Thankfully, it doesn't seem to have been stolen or used by some stranger, but I want to hurry up and get the replacement so I can send donations to the Red Cross for the Japan crisis and take care of shit. What a great start for my week. And if I don't figure out how to set up my network drivers for my desktop computer from before, I'll be without ponies on Friday. My laptop doesn't have sound. Long story. An unexpected EOF writes, I really like FIM because it pretty much universally cheers me up when I get some bad news or have a bad day. My friend was just diagnosed as being HIV positive. There are not enough ponies in the world. And Synthorange writes, Jeez, that's going to take a lot of ponies. And Wilson writes, Dang, sorry to hear that, you EOF. How old is your friend? I mean, I know it's very treatable these days, but it still sucks really bad to have to go through chemo and all that. It's like pumping poison directly into your body to get rid of another poison. Now, uh, yeah, that doesn't make any sense because HIV is not cancer. You just have to do stuff to keep down your viral load. Uh, so... But getting chemotherapy does suck. Whether the guy or girl get develop some kind of a cancer, then that will, I'm sure that will be the uh, likely medical treatment. But again, HIV positive is a retroviral and antro medicines. Anyway, back to the stupid stories. And Lulu writes, oh man, the story of that guy you linked to. Crying pony emoticon. I do think it's amazing, though, how a TV show can have such an impact on people. Wilson, it sounds like you're having a very bad luck streak. Hopefully, the CC thing will bring you some laughs. Being diagnosed with something like that is like being given a big old smack in the face. You feel like you're being defined by it, and it becomes a label. You start to fear people's reactions to you. You start to overanalyze everything once they know. He needs support a lot of it, and he needs to know it's not who he is now that he's been diagnosed. Ponies, many, many ponies. If he doesn't watch the show already, maybe it'll be something nice to watch with him at some point. No, I don't have HIV. I do have something that I feel that way about, though. Mine is nowhere as serious, not even close. It's called fibromyalgia, and it's just one of those things that's only recently been accepted as a legitimate disease by the medical industry. Even now, people still dismiss it and say it's not real. I feel it. It is real. I have a feeling, though, that it's something more. Like, medical technology hasn't advanced far enough to find out just what causes it yet. All I know is that I'm constantly in pain. Most of the time, it's in the background, but it spikes and comes in waves, making itself obvious to me. Fibromyalgia has lots of other things that come with it too, like IBS, tremors. Patients won't always exhibit the same symptoms though, and it mimics other diseases like arthritis and lupus. It's very hard to diagnose, which makes it easy to dismiss. Part of me wishes that it's something else, something there's a proper treatment for, so it will be taken seriously. But hey, ponies help. They really do. I go from crying pony emoticon to laughing pony emoticon when I watch ponies. More ponies for everyone. And my God... And Momar Kadufus writes, I work with a lot of HIV-positive people, and let me tell you that first that it is not the death sentence it once was. There's lots of medications and techniques being developed. I don't want to read this. <laughs> and Aramek writes, Even though I should, I don't really have bad days. However, on a daily basis, everyone around me is having a super shitty day, and I guess it kind of helps to vent for them. As you may know or not know slash care, I work in a cancer hospital, and despite my best efforts, all the patients that I actually like keep dying. 
It is the nature of the business, I guess. Maybe I just notice it more because they're the patients I've clicked with, you know? I don't know. Cancer sucks. I also pull weekend shifts sometimes in the ER for funsies. That's where all the exciting stories come from. The very first patient I worked on on Saturday was a mess. It was really wet here on Friday, and then it froze hard. So they had closed many roads, etc. So if you can imagine, it was really slippery out. So obviously the car accidents were pouring in. This girl comes in, 24 years old, and she's pretty smashed up. Mainly all on the left side, huge lacerations, broken ribs, femur. But otherwise, she didn't look like any of her injuries were too bad, except her face. It was a mess. It was basically slap bandages and a hose from her intubation, but it was just pulverized. Obviously, there's a lot more important things to do before you start on the cosmetic surgeries, x-rays, CT. We got her brain MRI done as she showed up. After all that was done, they started to stitch up her lacerations. The whole time, she just lied there bleeding slowly from her mangled mess of a face. She was in the OR for a long time, but as far as I know, she's going to be fine. But there is just something about having such facial injuries that makes me feel bad. I've seen plenty of worse injuries and plenty of people who didn't make it. Always wear a helmet while riding your motorcycle, people. But I don't know. This just kind of sticks with you. So my day, my every day, is pretty damned magical by comparison. And Magical Bear song writes, I have GERD. Usually babies, usually only for a few weeks, or people that are middle-aged are supposed to get it. I got it at 16. Basically what happens is the sphincter on top of my stomach doesn't close, so things leak or splash out. When I first got it, my parents were convinced that it was all in my head, new job and girlfriend, but as it went on, vomiting twice a day and losing 15 pounds, they seriously up and took me to the doctor. He prescribed me some pills and I got better. Unfortunately, the drugs weren't cheap, so they looked for another brand that could do the same thing. I guess I had become psychologically addicted to the first set of pills because even though they were the same thing, I started vomiting and losing my appetite again. Eventually that calmed down, and now I only vomit every few months. However, anything with a pH above 8 will give me debilitating heartburn, so I take pills to calm that. But the pills have a pH reducer and not an acid suppressor. That is, it doesn't shut off the things that make acid, so I end up belching quite a bit, and the stuff in the pills tastes so bad that it makes me vomit, I have to burp very carefully to avoid that. Recently, I've had to go up to two pills a day, which I'm fairly sure isn't a good thing, so if I eat too much, when I inhale, food squeezes out of my stomach. Think toothpaste tube. The acid in my esophagus puts me at risk for esophageal cancer. Even though I'm treated for it, I'm still probably going to get cancer. Ugh, God. All right, and finally, though there's lots more of these. I'll read this one because it is very sad. And Wolfol Me writes, I had to take my dog back to the shelter today. I thought I would be able to work with him and help solve his problems, but we've made no progress at all. And the situation at my house is worse for him than being in a pen at the shelter. They don't know what happened to him before he was dumped there, tied to a speed limit sign with a muzzle on, but he hates everybody. He's dangerously aggressive towards any strangers and other dogs, and not too friendly with cats either. I took him to my parents' house over this last weekend, hoping he would at least get along with their dog. No such luck. My dad probably never wants to see him again. My mom is legitimately terrified of him, and at home, my cat is a prisoner in her own house. I had to constantly be neglecting one of them at all times. So, poor old Lee is back at the shelter. It's a no-kill shelter, so he's not going anywhere. In a couple of years from now, when I can afford a professional trainer to work on Lee's aggression, he's coming home and never, ever leaving again. But for now, I'm sure gonna miss the goofball. There you go. See, even people who like ponies can't be all bad. They can love a dog just as much as they love a pony. Okay, well that's going to do it for this reading of the MLPPonies.com forum about My Little Pony. You know, 
I can't blame these people for liking ponies when uh, Powerpuff Girls came out. I'm going to confess, a little confession. When Powerpuff Girls came out, I was pretty gay for them. No doubt about it. I even thought about getting a Powerpuff Girls tattoo, which I am, in hindsight, glad I didn't because I would have a weird... <laughs> Powerpuff Girls reference on my body, which I don't think is necessary. I did, however, buy my... My wife is a big fan, however, of uh, Powerpuff Girls as well, and uh, or I bought her a um, Michael Palis, I believe that's his name, one of his studies of the Powerpuff Girls uh, skeletons. So it's like a piece of art where it's a picture of, I believe, bubbles, and then you lift it up and you can see what her skull would look like. It's kind of a neat piece of art. Yeah, so uh, what do you think about these pony people? Certainly... Like anything else, people overthinking the pony, the pony verse, and obviously, was it mean to read this for him? I don't think so. I don't think I was particularly rude. I've been ruder to others, but uh, certainly, people getting a little crazy about the, the My Little Pony verse. And I mean, I'll agree, friendship is magic, but I don't think you need a pony to make that magic, nor do you. Chime in. I don't know if there's that much more to say about this forum. Um, I was surprised there are at least three other forums about this, including. Um, let's see what I'll name, I'll name them even though I'm not going to read from them currently. There's skeletonabox.com has a FIM underscore forums slash, which is a, um, a My Little Ponies forum. There's something called, oh, Equestria Daily, which is a blog about ponies. And then there's ponychan.net, which is the, the, uh, I guess 4chan communities, ponychan, pony madness. And, um, as I said in the thread, I'm going to read... A, um, I will read from the Pony Chan Twilight's Library story that was posted in the My Little Ponies thread uh, as a bonus that you can listen to on the actual blog, but it won't be in the um, it won't be on the iTunes. So all the more reason to go there and then click all the different AdSense and whatever and nonsense. <laughs> I need my pennies. Uh, what else is new in the world of Lou Reed's? Uh, so this is like the third week of the media transfer. So if you're still, if again, if you have any problems downloading any media, please let me know because I'm sort of going back and forth with these guys trying to get stuff to work. They're still blaming DreamHost for having incomplete uh, media on their end. Um, I don't know how or why that would be, but we should have re-downloaded every episode and everything looks normal so if you're still having problems please let me know because it is driving me crazy I also accidentally let the domain lapse that was exciting two hours and um, oh and then I had some hacker hack my footer of my blog and wreck the RSS feed uh, so if you had any RSS issues that was some jackass hacker trying to do an invisible thing that just broke everything it's like you know do they know what they're doing? He also tried to apparently put a, a gajillion links in my index, which is obviously didn't work. But luckily, updating it seems to have gotten rid of that problem. And goodness is happening in that regard. I wanted to say, uh, what else is there? I don't know if anyone has noticed, but I, I put on the blog a, uh, a donate button, which is derogare in the podcast industry these days. So, you know, if you, if you feel like you enjoyed this and you wanted to help me out, I have a little donate button it says through paypal i put uh that uh the base donation is five dollars for the king lou malt liquor fund which is probably what it will go for although since they took all the goodness out of four loco i'm not buying that anymore so just a thought not necessary <laughs> but you know i do this for the love of it so yeah there's that and what else i'm also going to be starting to put some episodes up on youtube with images uh, mixed in just just to get 
the the word out there. Also, if anyone embeds, like I said before, remember with the new media service, you can embed the podcast now to listen to on your own blog. You know, if you enjoy it, you can just link right to the, uh, you can just embed it on your own podcast or in your own blog or wherever's. I'm still trying to see if you can put it on like Reddit as just something you play out of Reddit or... I tried to do it for BuzzFeed, but I don't know. And, uh, yeah. Also, if there are any Redditors who are out there who like the podcast, or if there's anyone in any social media, you know, feel free to post it on Reddit or whatever. I usually post them on Reddit, but I get, like, zero upvotes. Mainly because something like this, you have to listen to it. And it's like 40 minutes later, do you go back and you upvote, or do you, you know, vote on it on BuzzFeed? Unlikely. Right on! In other news, I wanted to uh, thank whoever put Lou Reed's podcast as the example of what a podcast is on Encyclopedia Dramatica, which I thought was pretty funny. I got a hit from there, and I was like, what? Where could I possibly have gotten traffic from Encyclopedia Dramatica for? And there it was. Description of a podcast with a little link right to the podcast, which is great and hilarious all at the same time. Well, I think that's going to do it. i got to wrap it up here so that I can actually edit this thing and get it out before April. And uh, hopefully I can manage that. What day is it today? Oh, my God. I have two days left. So, yeah. Thanks for listening. Uh, make sure you check out the blog to see the extra story from Pony Chan, I'm going to add. And I um, hope everyone enjoys that as well. And make sure that uh, if you haven't, if you're a new listener, that you rate Lou Reed's on iTunes. Write me a comment. I still have plenty of magnets. I've sent magnets now to Norway, Australia, Canada, England, all over the United States. Please feel free to ask for a magnet. But you have to send me a photo. Of the magnet. That's all I ask. And I have gotten a total of three photos and I've sent at least a dozen magnets out. So I'm getting like a, you know, 25% return on these magnet for photo opportunities so far. I hope the magnets are getting to you people because I did send them. Well, that's going to be it. I'm going to end right there. So thanks again for listening. My name's Lou. This has been Lou Reads the Internet for you. We'll see you soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.